So, all right, let's, uh, let's get into our topics. Okay. Feedback. Remember questions. We're going to, I'm ready to do Q and a throughout this whole thing. So if you guys have something that you want to, you hear me say something that you want to have an answer to, just put it in the chat. Larry will, will kind of pipe in and say, Hey, what about this as a, a you know, kind of a back and forth. I want this to be engaging. Um, okay. My first topic, what are the three primary benefits of benefits of real estate investing? Now, most of you on this call are going to be very familiar with this. Um, and I'll take just a, not a deep dive, but a quick dive into each one of these. So residential real estate investing, generally speaking, the top three cash flow, appreciation and tax benefit. Right. Um, a lot of times I, I have calls with newer investors that really only want to talk about cash flow. And while I agree that cash flow should be a prominent focus of any real estate investment, um, it shouldn't be exclusive. I think it's short sighted to reject the benefit of the appreciation play and even the tax benefit play. So again, property has to cash flow. I think a good balance of all of those is going to be real important when you're making decisions about when and where and how to invest. Um, cash flow on, on average, you know, there's going to be some differences between a single family residence and a two to four unit property, uh, long-term tenants buy and hold versus a shorter Airbnb or vacation rental return. All of those things will, will come into play when we would dis discuss your goals with you. Um, let's kind of move into appreciation from there. Uh, and my comment for appreciation is, is that I would say at least 20% of your overall portfolio should have a basic kind of um, uh, spotlight on appreciation. And for those of you that may not be aware of this, what you'll find is, is that in the different markets, and let me preface by saying, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. Okay, always. But generally speaking, in the markets where you find your highest appreciation, what are you going to find cash flow wise? Probably on the lower side, right? They usually don't go hand in hand. So usually the higher the appreciation, the lower the cash flow, and then vice versa. Higher cash flow, lower appreciation. So a nice combination of the two. When we talk about that, uh, when I talk about that with my clients um, to try and play, and depend, this is depending on how risk averse or uh, for risk you are, but uh, I think a good balance would be a 70 20, eight, uh, excuse me, 70 30, 80 20 between cash flow and appreciation. I promise you appreciation, if you haven't considered it yet, is a, a very uh, important part of real estate investing. Uh, and then tax benefit. Let's kind of touch on tax benefit for a second. Um, newer investors are not going to realize a lot of tax benefit. Okay. Uh, you get depreciation and you can write off the interest and, and some of the expenses, et cetera, but you have to be designated a real estate professional right there within the IRS code, there is a real estate professional exemption is what it's called, that once you reach that point, the glass ceiling of deduction that you had before goes away and you can get really aggressive with those, those tax write-offs, right? One of the profound benefits of real estate investing. Um, when you get to the place where let's say that you're right now in your, your, your real estate uh, adventure, you in those three criteria, cash flow, appreciation and tax benefit. Those are in the order and priority for you. Let's say number one for you is cash flow, then appreciation, then tax benefit. I promise you that at some point in your evolution, tax will take pole position. It'll be tax benefit is number one. When we get there, some of the education and coaching that we're going to provide is going to be to work directly with you or you and your CPA 
and your federal tax returns before you file them, showing your lender or showing Ridge your draft tax returns prior to filing them is key to optimizing your qualifications in any given year. But the tax benefit, once you get to that place where you can elect the real estate professional exemption, um, the more aggressive that you are with the write-offs, keep in mind, the more it's going to potentially impact the debt to income ratio. So there may be a fine line there or a balance that we want to look at. Um, we are very comfortable and, and often work directly with our client CPA so that their job is to max out the deduction over here. We'll come in underneath and say, okay, that's great. But based on this, it's going to take their DTI over. So we'll say, let's back it off just a little bit so that we have a little bit of breathing room, maxing it as much as we can, but still allowing the individual to qualify. Um, so those are the three key points most people are looking for in real estate investing. Um, do we have any questions about that before I move on? We did have one question. Okay. All right. So the question is, is really kind of focused in there where you, you uh, the question is we made about eight offers last year, reviewed about a hundred properties, only was able to land one. I don't know if that kind of ties into how you can plan for, uh, one of those three key areas when you're also trying to find properties? Um, I don't know that that's going to do anything for us in the cash flow or the appreciation. The only thing that comes to mind in that question that might help within the, the tax and that real estate professional exemption, and, and I'm probably going too, down, too far down a rabbit hole, and we'll, we'll have some more um, uh, higher level education. Like we'll start at you know, lending 101, 102, 103. And as you guys graduate throughout the community and the, the live events and even some private events, we'll talk more about this. But one of the criteria to qualify for the exemption is that you have to show or participate 750 hours a year active participation in real estate investing. Now, that may sound like a big number, right? I mean, it does sound like a big number. But if you divide that by 365 days, it ends up being about two hours a day. So here's an example. Let's say that we're on this, this webinar, this live, this live chat for an hour. That counts. This education that you're getting about real estate investing isn't one of the two hours a day. Um, let's say that you, in, in your case, you were out there vetting all these properties, 100 properties, and, and you only were able to find, I, I think it said one. Um, the time that it took to do that absolutely counts, and that's 750 and so on and so forth. So. I don't know if that helps anybody, but that would be the thing that comes to mind um, as it relates to any one of those three topics. Anything else? So I think that the, just to kind of wrap that up. So I, what I hear you saying is don't expect to always be able to find something so easily. If you're in this, you've got to really dedicate yourself to it. Yes. And or start finding other ways in which to attract properties. Right. I mean, if you're just if you're doing one thing and it's not working, I would start looking for um, maybe outside a particular market. Um, you know, there's other means of identifying and, and maybe that's a good topic, Larry, maybe we write that down. An example of that would be, you know, old school, this is back when, you know, dialing for dollars or actually going door to door for business, um, an escrow company or a title company can produce what we used to call a farm. I don't even know what that stands for. And I don't know that that's what it's called anymore, but if you're out there really pounding the pavement for your own deals and looking for your own properties, there are county record reports that would tell an individual, um, you know, first payment default or notice of, of default has been 
recorded, meaning this individual might be in trouble of, of foreclosure. It might be an opportunity for you to, to sweep in. And this is what the turnkeys are doing, guys, at least it's part of what they're doing um, to sweep in and, and contact. You can you have email addresses, phone numbers, addresses that you can access to, to contact these individuals and say, hey, I see that, that you know, you're having a hard time making your mortgage payment. We're interested in buying your property. You know, there, there are other there's lots of ways to skin the cat. So. I'm going down lots of rabbit holes, I think, right now. Um, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing great. You're doing great. Thank you, Shirley. Those are all the questions. Yes. Right now.